will come out, will come to play. Just recreation, sick to pass the time away. Lots of fun, heaps of fun, enjoy yourself today. Not Melbourne boys are hard to beat when they come out to play. So join in the chorus, sing it one and all. Join in the chorus, North Melbourne's on the ball. Good old North Melbourne, the champions you'll agree. Hello and welcome to the Stern Look. I'm Kangaroos Forever, also known as Ben. For today's show is the Twitter master troll himself and the bane of Richmond posters everywhere. Welcome, Philly Roo. Hi, everyone. Great to be here. Good to have you on. Next up, we have the arch foe of Captain America. Welcome, the Quiffster, also known as Quiffer. Hello, guys. How are we? Good, mate. Good. Tonight's show is the exact same structure as usual, except there is no major AFL issues segment because there wasn't too many issues from the past week. So I'll move straight into Q&A with Quiv. But before I move on, I'd just like to announce that I'll be moving on from the Sternal, mainly because of declining listener numbers, time constraints, and other personal issues, reasons, etc., 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 the stern look will probably carry on later on, either in this form or something a bit different, maybe under new management, we'll see, but I won't be a part of it. So <laughs> I'll move straight into the questions. So, Quiv, first up. Before you do, before you do, <laughs> I need to ask, are you are you off to another podcast? Are you leaving us for North Talk or something like that? Is that what's oh, happening? Oh, yeah, mate. Like they like can afford my services. Then again, I, they do, I, I, they do I, have a sponsorship. I, I, I would, I would like to put it out there to our to our many listeners that I don't think that we we give up on, on our friend K4 yet. I don't think this is it's not over till it's over. That's what I'd say. Fair enough. We'll wait and see. But for we'll, the moment, we'll get no. you back. <laughs> you, we'll see. Now moving on to my Q and A segment with Quiv. I'm not sure if he's actually bugged off or not. Maybe. Yes. You there, Quiv? He's, he's, I think he's got a, uh, a small... Sorry, apologize. Oh, apologize. Kid's crying. She's just leaving my room now. Uh, she's left the door open. <laughs> Hang on, I'll be... T- <laughs> I don't know about you, but I'm getting flashbacks of that dude doing the... Uh, do you, have you seen the YouTube video where the, where the guy's talking? He's doing a serious interview about the Middle East yeah. and the little the little baby comes into the room and the baby's... Uh, that's, what I'm, that's how I'm picturing well, it right wife, now. I thought it was the wife, actually. Maybe I was wrong about that. No, it could have been. Yeah, no, you might be you are, you, you are often correct. Yeah, because there was a bit of backlash because everyone thought it was the maid, but it was actually the wife. That's right. <laughs> oh, Might have anyway. been, been a bit of mail order stuff going on there. I'm not sure. Oh, we'll leave that one alone. Because <laughs> yep. there's probably a few on the board that use that service. So. <laughs> Sorry about that. You're, You're right, right, mate. Welcome so, back. So, Q&A. First yes. Up, when was the first time you went to an AFL Liverpool game? Um, can't remember exactly. Um, it was it would have been mid nineties or so against Carlton at um I think it was Optus Oval back then. Uh, I don't know. I think Longmire kicked four. That's about it, and we won. And um, uh, we actually it took me about five years before I actually saw my first loss, which was all right. Um, but yeah, I think somewhere around the mid nineties. Somebody, some boffin out there might be able to find when that was, but, yeah. yeah. Anyway, so why did you choose North Melbourne specifically? Um, that's a weird one. Um, My dad goes for North Melbourne, and uh, my brother and my mum go for Carlton. Uh, for some reason, I sided with my dad, despite never really, you know, having the best relationship with my dad, um, but I've been North ever since then, um, so that's been since childhood, really. Fair enough. And what are some of your more memorable experiences at the football? Oh, oh look, it's all one blur, <laughs> really. Uh, <laughs> You've got to you stop know, drinking at the football. <laughs> <laughs> that mid-strength stuff messes with your mind. And I've moved closer to the bar this year, so <laughs> we'll see how it goes. Um, but, um, Oh, no, I didn't really become a, a proper football fan, I guess, start going until I turned 18 when I could drive and go by myself. So they've been pretty lean years, really. Um, I, I thoroughly enjoyed the finals games, you know, the last four years, five years, however long it's been now. Um, Sydney games is probably one of my best memories up there with you, 
uh, Ben, especially that Sean Atley goal. I, I really enjoyed that game. So, <laughs> well, you <didn't>. uh, <laughs> your argument about having the goods, but we'll leave that. <laughs> yes, and, uh, and obviously Sean Atley's first game is right up there as well. <laughs> what, I've, got to, I've got to ask this: What is the obsession with Sean Atley? Look, I, uh, I'm very quick to judge players. Um, Sean Atley. Uh, unless I'm remembering it wrong, I hope I'm not, because this is what I've based my whole love affair off. Uh, one of the, in his first game, I remember him getting the ball and just running down the wing, taking a few bounces. I'm like, if he could keep that up, we've got a player here. And I, I put all my eggs in that basket, and I've, I've had a lot of egg on my face over the years. But we'll stick with him, and he'll come good eventually. Yeah, I, I kind of did the same thing with Lockie. You never quite got there for me. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's my own fault. I'm slowly learning to, you know, give players more than one game to make their mark on me. But so two games then, okay, good. Yeah. Uh, so outside Sean Natley, who's been one of your more favourite players at North? Uh, I've really liked all the, the the lesser players. I've I've always been a big Ben Warren fan, uh, Kieran Harper. Uh, you know, those types of small forwards that did some things every now and then, but just in the end weren't good enough to make make it at AFL level. Uh, from my much younger days as a kid, and actually now I think that's probably one that made me draw to North Melbourne a little bit closer, is, uh, was Winnie Abraham. I absolutely loved the way he went about playing. Um, so, and Byron Pickett as well, just, just his brutality really really rubbed on me some, some good ways in, when I was younger. Uh, you're probably thinking of the Brendan Crummel hit he did against Hawthorne. Oh, there's a lot of hits, but yeah, that one in particular is quite brutal. Oh, I don't think they found his body yet. That was, his body's still a waver. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was there that night. <laughs> I was there that night. It was and wonderful. They, did they find that his body? Well, I, I have it on good authority that he had five showers after the game because he kept forgetting he'd had one. <laughs> he just kept going back into it. No, it's meant to be a serious thing. He, uh, you get, I was, I was about, I couldn't have been further away from where it happened. I was on the opposite forward flank and I was uh, up on the top deck of, at Waverley and I could hear the bone on bone crack. It was unbelievable. <laughs> uh. Pretty brutal. Yeah, was killed. <laughs> we did kill him. <laughs> Poor boy. That's probably why we like Jack Siebel so much. We just like those types of players. Yeah. <laughs> you know, hopefully, he can repeat that on Sicily. So we'll, <laughs> we'll move on to the old thumbs up, thumbs down, or whatever grinds your goat, as Nate locks the court. We haven't called that one for a while, but bring out a classic on the last one. So, my first thumbs up is obviously the win. There were 22 contributors, and we won very well in the end, quite well. And that probably had a bit more to do with Carlton than us, but I'll take it. And my second thumbs up is Jed Anderson's form. I believe he, I was one of the first or one of the few to back him over the years. So, with I have to say I told you so. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll see. Consistency. We'll see. Let's get a bit more consistency. <laughs> but I, I, I have turned around. I, I will be. I do like him. <laughs> And my only thumbs down is, it's a bit of a sad news, is Gary Rowan and his wife losing one of their twins last week. But yeah. I wish his family all the best. It's a shit situation, excuse my French and German there, but it, it's a horrible situation, that one. So I'll move on to Quiv with his positives and negatives. Uh, oh, obviously, the win um, is a major positive, so I won't go into that anymore. Uh, my big thing I like is uh, the the uh, government's grab for votes in giving a whole lot of money to our football grounds around the countries, which uh, Arden Street's getting some, and even for my local ground, Casey Fields is getting one, so it's good for the women's football and obviously hopefully helps uh, towards building Arden Street to a, a better home base for the men's football team as well. Uh, some... Down, I've, I've, I know people don't care about this women's footy, but I've got to say I'm disappointed but not really all that surprised in the fact that AFL have bent over and changed the rules because Katie Brennan decided that she didn't like them anymore, so she's had her suspension overturned and the rules changed in that typical AFL style. It's all about um, the image, mate. They didn't like the sexism bit 
They really didn't like it. Yeah, I, I'm not going to get into anything, but I just, <laughs> it's typical AFL. Just, you know, just do what they are told to do, really, um, by the political correctness. But um, other than that, I'm, I'm pretty happy. You've been reading the gender equality thread again, haven't you? <laughs> no, 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 I don't need that. Uh, Let's avoid that thread, everyone. That's, That's very triggering, thread. that thread. <laughs> it's a horrible thread. We've ru- I've ruined it. <laughs> so I'm on to Philly now. Uh, thumbs up. I, I just love the way we played. I thought it was it was really good. We had a lot of lot of highlights out there. And I've got another thumbs up for the little video that the club put out about Kane Turner and his... Uh, what he brings to the side and how the players love playing with him and some of the things he does aren't in the stats. I think it was a direct um, reply to uh, some of the stuff that you you can see on social media and probably on Big Footy as well, that the people have been calling for Turner's head because he hasn't been getting lots of stats and kicking lots of goals as a small forward, but he's obviously doing a job, so I thought it was really cool that the club responded to that publicly. Uh, thumbs down. Again, I think... I haven't been on big footy much in the last couple of weeks, but people backing out Majak's form, I think it's pretty funny. I reckon last week, if it wasn't the best game he's played for the club, it would have been top three. I thought he played really well. Yeah, he, look, he made one or two little mistakes, but that's that's probably Majak. It's probably what we're going to get for him. But I thought he, he played a really good game, and I don't get the uh, the negative chat around Majak. That's all. Yeah, I, I probably was one of the ones that used to bag him. I wanted him dropped for the Carlton game, so I just thought we were too tall structurally. But, look, he, he played a really good game. I think it was his second best game for mine. That Bulldogs game just has to win it on that front. But uh, second best game for mm. the club. He's done well considering this is his first year in defence. Has a bit of a movie Henson's about it. I'll tell you what, he played really well against Melbourne as well. I thought he, he played a really good game. And he didn't really have a direct opponent. And he was sort of floating around a little bit, but... Geez, he cracked in hard and he ran hard and tackled hard and he did he did all the things that that you wanted him to do and and yeah yeah people were calling for his head again and you know he probably could have get got dropped because there was maybe a lack of matchup last week but yeah he he just played really well and you know good luck to him I mean probably no one's worked harder and gone through more than what than what Madge has so it's good to see him doing well definitely. So we'll move on to club discussion now. So there's not a heap of club news outside that funding stuff that Quiv just talked about, but we have unveiled, or leaked if you prefer, North's 2018 Indigenous Guernsey. Quiv, what do you make of the Guernsey and the leak? Um, yeah, leaking uh, quotes, yeah. Um, just saw released it early, but uh, I like it. Um, I've, I've been reading the thread uh my god what a thread uh a lot of people like it and say it's a vast uh, uh yeah i i don't like it personally i i no wait sorry i'm so confused right now a lot of people don't like it but really liked last year's and i'm the complete opposite um but arts uh, very subjective i guess so um yeah i don't really have much to say it's other than that, I'm not a fan of it. Sorry for that confusing rant. So hang on. So you, I need to know: do, do you like this jersey or not? Yeah. Sorry, I, I do like this one. You just do like, didn't like this one? one? I didn't like last year's one. And from what I'm reading in, on the thread on the board, a lot of people are the exact opposite of that. Which well, I'm me. with you. I much prefer this one. I don't know. This I'm, year, this year one's better. I, I'm, I'm going to go with the thread there. I, I kind of, I do like the V. I love the V for some reason, but. I'm going to have to solve last year's one. I like last year's one. No. Nah. <laughs> what, what I that? mean, I'm, I'm not... No, I don't think it is subjective. I think you're wrong. I mean, I'm not, not going to buy it because I, I, I'm just not. But I, I like it. I, I probably would buy it if I was financially uh, loaded. But I'm, I'm not. So I, I'm not, I'm not going to buy the thing. I, I think it looks really cool, though, and... But we're not, when are they wearing it? They're not wearing it for another 11 round weeks or 11. something, are they? Round 11. It is round 11. Okay, seven yeah. weeks. Yeah, okay. It was good I think they got Jed to advertise it, though. That was quite good for the club to do that. Yeah. I think a lot of people don't like it because it's more blue than white, which I've made it very clear that I much prefer the more blue than white. But I feel this is one of the first jumpers 
we've had an, a, a very long time at least where, in particular, the Mazda logo blends in with the actual jumper. You, you don't have the big square patch behind it that breaks up the, the stripes on our normal jumper, for example. Yeah. And they've put Lindsay, Lindsay Thomas's name is on there as well, so you got to love that. <laughs> I think he was involved in some capacity as well in his earlier designs. That's quite good by Lindsay. Yeah. He's still hanging around. <laughs> yeah, that's good. By all reports, he's doing quite well for the Port Reserve side, so hopefully he can crack uh, and get a few games, which would be nice. See what he, did you hear what he did last week, though? What? Missed a set shot to win the game on the siren. Oh, oh no. Typical Lindsay. Oh, yeah. But to be fair, I think I think his team kicked three goals, 18 for the day, and he kicked two of them, and the other team kicked four goals, 17, or like, like, whatever it was. Yeah, so I think it was really difficult conditions and windy and crazy, so it might not have been an easy, yeah. easy one for, for LT. Yeah, wishing the best of luck. He should be at the club, hopefully, next year. Helping in the development role, we'll just wait and see what happens there. Speaking of development, VFL. So a VFL first VFL match was a win, which was fantastic against uh, a much improved Northern Blues side who struggled a bit last week against Collingwood, where they got belted by nearly what was it 180 points or something ridiculous like that. And yeah, they played quite well in the weather. It was a bit of a scrappy performance by us, but we did kick the eight of the last ten, so that was that's a real promising thing that that, that kind of galvanises the team. I really yep. liked Mountford. I thought he was very cool under pressure, even though he was a yeah. bit injured for a quarter and a half. Murphy, actually, I liked. Wright was very good. And I thought Ahern was very good. Best on ground for mine. 29 disposals, more kicks and handballs, plenty of clearances, contested footy, and a very handy goal that was very nice. That was, what did, you t- did you watch the stream of this? I, um, I missed the first half. I caught the second half. Um, yeah, so yeah, I caught the comeback and uh, very good, especially in pretty crap conditions with the wind and it started to pour down with rain for a bit there as well. Um, that said, Mountford, Hearn, Wright, all look nice. Um, I'm a big fan of Zerha. I think he managed to snag one in the last quarter that helped hit the lead. So, uh, all in all, it was good outings by, uh, our actual VFL crew, uh, the captain, I can't think of his name right now, but he played a good game as oh, well, and nice. I believe he's trying his best to get back onto a, an AFL list. And, uh, I think he, he looks all right. So who knows how this uh, VFL first VFL season continues. I think we got Frankston next week, um, or this week, mate? rather. So that could, uh, knowing Frankston, could be two wins in a row for us, which would be a good start to our first season back. You didn't watch it, Philly? I did. I saw. Oh, I didn't watch the whole thing. I saw bits and pieces of it. Again, the conditions were really bad. Um, <laughs> I, I got into a little bit of a not an argument with UK four, but it, it was <laughs> a, a thing about Mason Woods' performance. Like, look, <laughs> I, I actually I didn't I didn't see the incident where he. Chipped his fingernail. I missed it, but he um, <laughs> he in every sense of the word, he's just not up to it at the moment. He he doesn't. He, he might have ran back to the flight when he when he did chip the fingernail, but apart from that, he he doesn't he doesn't attack the contest with any ferocity. And and I, I found it, I thought it was telling, but I don't know whether you guys saw the Kane Turner little video that I mentioned in my in my thumbs up, but. Every single player that spoke about Sugar basically described what Mason Wood is not to that side. And any if if he's not carving it up at VFL level as talented as what he is, it's it's just a huge indictment on him. And it's it's not the development of the club, it's not any of those things, because they've given him every opportunity and other players have flourished under that same development. He I, I, I'm just so disappointed. Like, it probably sounds like I'm, I'm thriving on his on you his lack of opportunity. Video. I'm not. No, I'm honestly <laughs> not. I'm I'm really flat about it because he 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 should be all of our favourite player. He should be the, the superstar that, that we needed last year. And fair enough, he was hurt. But I just think he hasn't approached this year with any sort of will to succeed. And I mean, it's it's really really telling. <laughs> 
that he has not played a game yet this year at all. And he hasn't re- I mean, I think they named him as an emergency last week, but let's face it, he, he was nowhere near being selected after his game against those kids at the J- I mean, Creed, you saw him at the JSAP with you. He, he, yeah. he, did, he did very little against a bunch of kids, really. So um, that was, I thought that was disappointing. What I saw of him in that VFL game, I, I thought he did not much. I saw on, on Big Footy from a few people that were there, a lot of people said he did nothing. He looked a mile off at nowhere near it. And then I think a couple of guys said that they thought he played quite well. So I don't know, mate. And it's difficult watching that feed. I don't think you get a, a fair, um, the, the camera angles aren't great. And the, some of the zooming they do, you sort of, you, I think you might miss more than what you would do on a normal broadcast um but so what you guys said i thought ahern looked really good he's he's a little bit too thick for my liking he looks like he's carrying a little bit too much weight i mean he's dropped 11 kilos since the start of the season yeah i mean did you see the photo of him when the final siren went have you seen that photo that the Uh, north app's been kicking around i'll text it through here later not that that's going to help this moment on the podcast but he look he looks really like he's got a massive barrel chest, which is fine as long as he can get around the ground and, and keep racking up kicks. So, I mean, you want him to be big and strong, which is which is good. Um, I thought in the conditions, I thought Larky looked like he was playing really well and presenting well, and he's he's exciting, and, and the, the boys down back all look good. And I think they did really well um, getting the VFL, like the regular VFL players that they got. I think they, they look big and strong and, yeah. and fast, and, yeah. and they're good footballers. I think they... They did well. I think they poached a couple from North Ballarat and that Nick Michael Rippon looks like a... Brisbane. Yeah, and that, I think that Rippon's a really good footballer. I mean, I don't think he's probably got the uh, the height and the speed to to make it at AFL level, but as a VFL footballer, he's he's just a beauty. So, yeah, I mean, mate, it was fantastic they got a win. I can't wait for him to start playing it. Because driving to Werribee doesn't have a cold winter's day. Fair enough. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I still can't believe we're not playing at Lund Street. Yeah. yeah we'll, we'll get there, though. The next year. It'll be next, next year, year. I'm, I'm sure of it. Yeah. 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 No, hopefully a few women's games there as well, which would be fantastic. So yeah. we, we've got to return for an old segment because we've actually had questions for once from our Twitter feed. What was Greg's segment called, the, the media one? What was oh, his, that was a bit was different. That? that was, uh, what was it? What was media, it called? Media like? Grumble or something like that? Something I Grumble? Remember. Yeah, um, it was. Anyway, so it's not that segment? No, thank God. No, it's just questions <laughs> from our guests. So always guests who like to support the people that we ignore. So <laughs> you got to be angry with me a few years ago about that. But anyway, so I'll give this first one to Philly. So this is from Craig on Twitter. So mm-hmm. number one, thoughts on Clark Payne playing down back? Look, I think he's been doing really well, and I especially liked uh, the passage of play he did against Melbourne, where he kicked and followed up and got it back, and then kicked and followed up and got it back and, and set up a goal. I think that if he's going to play back, he's got to be a bit of an attacking back and sort of play that role that we've trying to, been trying to get out of Hatley for the last few years, but it hasn't necessarily worked. Um, I, I think he, he defends really well for a player that none of us probably thought could defend. He's, um, very, he's improved that a lot over the last year. And look, I, I, I watched him play a lot of VFL before he got his opportunity, and I, I think gut running and his his when he's got ball in hand, he looks like a really good footballer. Um, yeah. So, I, I think, especially the way that football's played now, to have a, a player with his athletic ability, not that he's an amazing athlete, but with with his ability to, to gut run and to follow up with his running. And also I think he uses the ball better out of the backfield, out of the back line than what he does up forward. I think when he's been in front of the goals a couple of times, he looks a little bit tight. Um, so I, I think it's a good spot for him. I really like him as a footballer. I think he's, his effort at every contest is really good. Um, I th- yeah, I think it's been a really, really positive move. I, d- I didn't pick it. I would, I would have thought he's a midfield or bust kind of guy. Um, mm. So it's good that I've been proven wrong on that one because I, I think he's doing a cracking job. And it's, and it's not to say that he, he can't come back and play midfield yeah. in the future. It's just going to be adding another string to his bow, and it could, it could make him into a, you know, maybe a defensive-minded midfielder, sort of a la Ben Jacobs, yeah, once well. he once he get those skills up. 
I think we kind of looked at other teams, like teams like who have Hui and Laird, and then we kind of go, well, we need this guy that can accumulate off halfback, because, look, we, yeah. without Sam Wright, we kind of struggled to do that over the years. And I think he's perfect for that. It's just the question yeah. of his defensive ability, which has improved. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I can't remember him being flat-out beaten in a contest he should have won. I mean, obviously, there's times when a player kicks it to one of their forwards and, and they kick it to their advantage and, and they can lean on their player. I mean, that, you're going to lose. It doesn't matter who you are. You're going to lose those contests. I mean, Alex Rance, who everyone tells me is the best defender in, in the history of the game, he loses those contests and Robbie Tarrant would lose that contest. Like, it, it, sometimes you, you can't win everything, but in the in the ones that you should win and the, and the genuine 50-50 ones, I think he, he does really well, so... Yeah, he can uh, he can stay down back for now and, and keep doing what he's doing. Yeah, All right, thanks for that. And Quiv, does Jake get enough a contract and for how long? Oh, good <laughs> question. Uh, uh, as I said earlier, it's, 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 it's what three games, four games. Um, let's just wait and see a if his body holds up. He's he's obviously playing a lot harder than uh, we're used to seeing. So um, you'd expect somebody as injury prone as him. To uh, to hopefully not pick up something, but let's just wait and see. Um, based off the last few games, definitely sign him up. Um, everybody knows he's got the talent. It's just the you got to get the consistency. You got to get the body right. You got to and you got to just keep um, being a positive on the team, which he has been so far this year. Fair enough. Philly, is Sam Durden going to make it? No. No, I don't think so. I, I, I don't know. I, I spoke to uh, a big footy poster who will remain nameless, who knows a bit about him as a junior and his uh, friends with other people that played football against him and, and until right up towards the state league time of it. And he told me emphatically the other day that he won't make it. He doesn't have the mindset to be an elite AFL footballer. He, I, I watch him play VFL and he just, he, he doesn't look like a player that screams out to me. He'll one day make it. I don't, I don't think he, um, he didn't turn out anywhere near the, I thought he was a big mistake to pick in I mean, I know it's easy to say in hindsight, but, um, I, I think it was a surprise when we did go tall defender. Cause that was, that was the draft where we went dirt and then Nielsen with the, uh, Daniel Wells pick. Was it? And then Ed Vickers Willis. So it felt, to, and I know Vickers Willis. You know, it, it felt like we sort of went tall defender, tall defender, tall defender, which was in, which seemed odd at the time. And the fact that it looks like of those three that only Vickers Willis is is probably going to make it because I don't think Nielsen looks likely to me either. So it, it's a bit disappointing that of that draft, our first two draft picks, especially and especially probably more so the Nielsen one, just because it was the Daniel Wells pick. I think we would have liked to have got a. Um, a better return out of that, but in answer to your question directly, I know I don't think I don't think he's going to make it. He won't play 100 games for the club. He might play another 20 games here or there. But Actually, I don't, I don't, I don't think it's Daniel Wells one. Cause he, wouldn't he leave? He left at the end of 2015 or 2016. Okay. Yeah, so Durden was 2014, so that was a few years different. Was he? I oh, know. I know Durden wasn't the Wells pick. I think Nielsen. I thought Nielsen was, but I, I could be wrong. Yeah. That was 2014. Wells didn't leave to end of 2016. So okay. I, had to, I had to look at who we picked up with that. I think, yeah, yeah. Okay. anyway, it doesn't matter. We'll move on from that. Uh, so, Benny McCage, should we be prioritising gains for him, Philly? In terms of age? Yeah, I think, I think definitely. I think we should definitely be playing him. I mean, who to take out? I guess the. It's, if we're gonna, I th- I'd love to play him up forward. With Ben Brown, so I, I'd I, guess... I watched him with the live stream, and I made the comment in the VFL thread: he's not a defender; he's a forward. Yeah, he just I doesn't have thought... that aggression as a defender. Oh, I think he's, I think he's plenty aggressive. I, I just, I just think he, he's built like a, a forward, and he, he jumps at the ball when it's in the air like a forward. I, I think he, um, he, he'd be the ideal. Sort of, I mean, he, he almost probably might play a little bit too much like Ben Brown, but Ben Brown gets up and down and runs around a lot. I, th- I think if you have the, both those guys in the forward line, and and he reaches potential, I think it would be uh, would be a great great situation. But a, as a defender, 
I guess the only play you've got to take out is Scott Thompson, and he, he played really well on the weekend, and I think he's helping a lot with the development of Madge. I'm not saying that he wouldn't help with the development of, of McKay either, but I guess then you've got to drop Madge. And it's you, you, obviously Tarrant's a, a walk-up start, and Ed Vickers-Willis, you're not going to take him out the way he's playing. So it's it's a, yeah, it's got to be either Madge or Scott Thompson or um, Ben McKay, so t- two of that combination. In. But, I, mate, I, I really like Ben McKay, and I, I think he could turn into something. Physically, he looks fantastic. they just probably got to get him in there in some shape or form. Like, can he play ruck? Does anyone know? He kind of plays, you know, like the forward ruck, but I think Larky does it a bit more. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I was about to say, I think right now, based off what I'd seen, I'd rather Larky in than McKay Yeah, um, as a forward. Because Larky is a bit more of a weight replacement that he's very mobile around the ground and he's pretty good below his knees and he can keep some good goals. Yeah, I, yeah. I like the look of Larky a hell of a lot. I'm, um, from Again, I haven't seen much of either of them, but particularly in the last two VFL games, I've thought Larky looks really good and yeah, yeah we want to see him in the, on the, in the real stuff. Mm. Well, maybe the club's kind of looked at Nielsen and also Durden. They've kind of gone, well... They might not make it, so maybe leave Matt Kay back down there as that Thompson replacement. I just did some checking, just to, sorry to get back. Yeah, apparently <laughs> the Daniel Wells pick, I did stuff that up big time. So it was Declan Watson we got with that um, compensation 35 pick. 35 or something, wasn't it? 34. It was a 33 pick bit because of the um, okay. academy. It got moved back one spot to, to 34. In saying that, Declan Watson was a Brisbane Lions academy. They did, chose not to match it. Yeah, he's another one that will look at centre-half back type of role. So we've got plenty of defensive cover. I'm not so worried about that. It's just more so what we're going to do with forwards after Marky. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Anyway, that will be it for questions. So review time. Quiv, what did you take out of the Carlton game? Uh, As mentioned earlier, I only saw the uh, second half. Uh, Good fight back. I think we'll 30 points down. No, 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 We're on to the no. Oh, shit. I am all over the place tonight. I am sorry. Um, <laughs> oh, man. Well, to be <laughs> fair, both, game, both games were against Carlton. So that's yeah, it. yes, you're right. Um, sorry. Uh, look, Carlton are absolutely a horrible team. Uh, it's hard to read much out of Carlton. Uh, North played well that we we just clicked everything looked good as Ben said earlier there's not there wasn't many uh, it wasn't anybody that really played bad uh, it, it all just worked um, Sean Atley played well he's starting uh, he's starting to find his feet again at the down at the forward forward line uh, Ben Brown is just Continuing to to fire, which is great, especially down in Tassie. It's even better when he's doing it down there. Um, speaking of, good to see full forwards kicking bags of goals now. I think that's really good to see. Uh, our, our back line held up, our, our midfield defensively held up, which is was much better than the Melbourne game, which obviously helps our back line defend a bit easier. Uh, I don't really have anything to say bad about the game. I... It, was a, it wasn't a boring game again. It was a, a good game to win. And Sean Higgins is just pure class around the ball. If we could have two more of him, uh, that'd be bloody wonderful. Mm. Really? That would have been a good club discussion, wouldn't it? What Sean Higgins is going to do this weekend. But anyway, I'll put my bucket <laughs> on to that later. Oh, dear. Uh, yeah. yeah, there was a few people. I don't know whether you saw it. A couple of people on Twitter were annoyed at him for, for thinking about it. Anyway, um... Get the game, I look, yeah, they, like I said before, they we played really well. I thought we were really well coached. I think Brad Scott really, really – the two wins that we've had has really outcoached the opposition. Uh, he's got his number at both times. I thought Ben Jacobs' uh, game on Cripps was, was outstanding. I, I'm not sure I'm the biggest rap on, on Patrick Cripps. I don't, I don't think I see what other people see in him, but obviously he's a really good footballer. But, but I think Ben Jacobs gave him a – Tower, which was which was really pleasing. I really like Jack Siebel's game. Um, I was disappointed a couple of times with him this year with, with how he's gone about it, but I thought he played really well. I thought Sean Atley, as Quiff said, played a played a cracking game. I thought Kane Turner was good, even though it didn't really show up on the stat sheet. Um, and our backline 
just looks tired. I think have we got the best back line in the league at the moment. Is that what at I'm the moment, what yeah. I'm reading? Yeah, in terms yeah, I mean, of efficiency we, as well, we're pretty good too. Yeah, I mean, we haven't come up against the the real good sides, and this week will this week will be a test of that. But you can only play against who you're playing against, and and you know the the back line I think stood up really well, and the midfielders defensively have done really well. Uh, I thought um, Ben Cunnington. I don't know whether everyone saw it today, but he's been compared to uh, to Greg Williams, which is which is a that. <laughs> a massive rat. As far as I'm concerned, Greg Williams is the best midfielder that I've seen in my lifetime. So to be compared to uh, Diesel is 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 pretty cool for Cunners. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think we're an okay team. I, I'm kind of getting a little bit concerned that the uh, the number one pick that we get might not be as high as what we would like it to be for our <laughs> rebuild. But um, in saying that, it's fun to win. I'm, I hope we win this week. Against Hawthorne. That's it. <laughs> no worries. Thanks for that. Yeah, I can't add much more to that. Uh, yeah, Benny Brown. Vickers Willis is actually coming in for some good plaudits. He's actually getting yeah. some media recognition now. So a lot of people calling out uh, Bacchanera, whatever the hell his name is, for his bullcrap calling him. I'm glad some people have held into account. Robbo, I can't commend him anymore. What did, what did Bacchanera say about Ed Vickers Willis? He I said basically that. he was a bust. When did he say that? He said that last year during the trade list analysis. Okay. A lot of people right. were angry about him about it because of, obviously, Vickers Willis' injuries and whatnot, and he's good form last year. Yeah. He's been called out publicly by a few media people on it now, so it's been fantastic. Ah, uh, good. I'm quite happy about that. The media's actually starting to turn around a bit on us, which is good. I don't think... Even Sam McClure was actually quite positive on us, which is very rare. I know Greg's not going to like that, but <laughs> he doesn't like much from the media nowadays. So, no. preview time. So, ins and outs. Who do you think is going to be the final ins and outs? Are we, uh, we'll almost go unchanged, won't we? I mean, the Sean Higgins things, obviously. You don't think Sam uh, will come in for someone? Like LDU and put McDonald in the next He was so, my not, first thought. I'm not um, sure Sam Wright was as good as what everyone says, was he? I'd, uh, he was solid without being fantastic. That's probably the way I saw it. But the thing he is, like with him, I think we know he can play AFL. We know he's good. Let's yeah. Let's just keep going with it, get him in there straight away. Um, saying that, I also didn't expect any changes this week. So um, if he does come, if somebody does come in, that's who I would yeah. have expected. But. Yeah. The only reason I mentioned Wright is because Brad Scott made a big point of restructuring our defence this week. Like he actually made a big point that we may restructure it because of the, the balance of forwards. Like, they don't have a heap of key forwards. Yeah, okay. Okay, so a, a tall out for Sam Wright, maybe. Yeah. Been saying that, like, Ben McKay's on the emergencies, Will Walker's in the emergencies, Zerhart's in the emergency as well. See, sometimes yeah. they do those emergencies as a reward for effort in the twos as well. Yeah, like, say to say McKay, you, you're not far away. Yeah, McKay There's no way Walker. McKay comes in. No. And same with Walker. Like, Walker wasn't fantastic against Northern Blues. So mm. I think that's just a reward going, look, you're doing well. You just need to work on this, this, and this. I mean, I'd, I'll be honest with you. I don't want to drop LDU. I just want him to play. Yeah, um, yeah I, I know, but he's, he's just not I'm probably mate, I, not contributing enough. I know it's unfair to say, but... It, oh, but I'm okay with that. I'm okay, I'm okay if he doesn't touch the ball for the game. I just want him, we want him to keep running out there and coming up against the best players. I think he's going to learn more playing against Hawthorne than what he is playing against Frankston. Yeah. yeah. And and I just... It, it doesn't matter if we don't beat Hawthorne. It doesn't matter if have, running out there with 21 guys who are capable of it today are going to cost us the game. I'd rather I'd rather lose the game by a point and get some development into LDU than play Sam Wright and win it by a point. Does that yeah. make sense? I get that. Because, yeah. because long-term, we, we need this guy to be our next superstar and we're not... We're not going to get that, I don't think, if we if we drop him to the twos. So, just just keep playing him. If we're going, to, if we, we desperately need to drop someone, I'm just looking at the team now. Um, battling, I don't know. Who who do you drop? You really don't. As as I said, outside LDU, maybe having a rest, but really, that's probably about it. To be perfectly honest. 
I mean, well, before the before the Kane Turner video came out, there would have been a lot of people saying drop Kane Turner. But oh no, as soon as he got the coaches' votes, I'm like, oh, he's staying in. Yeah, that was definitely Brad Scott kind of pandering to him a little bit, but hundred percent. He's Brad Scott's type of football, like he, and that's what we need those defensive hard types. It really, yeah, yeah, exactly right. Did you, did you? Uh, I've talked about it six times now, but have you seen the Kane Turner video? Oh, it was excellent. I was quite good. Yeah, yeah, it was really good. Really good. Quick, did so, you just say it? I have not. No. Come on, mate. I, I don't watch or read much at all to do with anything, to be honest, um, regarding the football club. Okay, you need to watch this little video. Let me go for a minute. <laughs> all right. All yeah. our listeners out there that haven't seen it, go watch it. Fair enough. All right, so match-up. So we'll start with the Hawthorne forward line. So Tarrant to Ruffhead, Thompson to Gunston, and Dorr to O'Brien. Does that sound right to you guys? Yeah, I'd, I'd yeah. agree with that. Yeah, so Marley Williams on Impey. He's been all, all Bruce. I, I think Impey. Yeah, who goes to Bruce, though? Maybe Vickers Wells? Vickers Wells, 100%. Yeah, like Bruce probably got him a little bit for leg speed, but contested one on one, I think Vickers will also have the slight edge there. Yeah. Because Bruce is not exactly a contested beast. I think he's a bit of a fairy, to be honest. But And again, I think I think that'll be a good education for Vickers Willis to play on him anyway. Yeah. I think that's a, that's a good matchup. It, it, worst comes to worst, we can always put McDonald, like he's done that job before on Smalls, so I'm not too worried about that. Yeah. Especially, especially with Poppy out. And Cyril out. Those two usually give us trouble quite a lot. Even Poppy, even though he's an average player, he tends to play well against us. Mm. So midfield, head to head. So Jacob, who's he go to? Uh, you'd think he has to go to Mitchell. Yeah. Mitchell, but the Mitchell. problem is they tag Melbourne tagged him last week, and you, yeah, you had reduced numbers, but you had 13 clearances. They don't have Ben Jacobs, though. <laughs> yeah, no, well, they, they had really Nate Jones in. running with him, didn't they? Yeah. He's not a tagger. No. No. That's what we need to shut down is the clearance, like his little picky throws, handballs, whatever you want to call Yeah. And to be fair, I mean, the, the, what Ben Jacobs has tagged since he's come back, I mean, he tagged Seb Ross, which is their version of Tom Mitchell. He's tagged Patrick Cripps, which is their version. He's, going, he's not going to the slick outside runner type. He's going to that. In and under distributor the type, so I, I think yeah. yeah, I think I think it's the perfect matchup for him. Yeah, I think McDonald to Isaac Smith. I think that will be an interesting matchup. That I think they'll go a fair way to determining who wins. Do you reckon he'll play on Isaac Smith? I oh, know. We know El McDonald has decent enough leg speed, and he's a good, yeah. height, good height for Smith, who's a rangy type. But I really see that happening because Smith kind of rotates a little bit half forward wing. While McDonald yeah. is more half back wing, so that, I think that's a good so, matchup. So you wouldn't say he's like hard hung running. That's against what Smith? I thought. I I quite liked the hard hung matchup just to try to get him going the other way. Mm. Yeah, but I don't know. Maybe you want to free up hard hung to try and do his own thing and not make him as accountable. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I know because you want to do more of a defensive job on Smith anyway because he's their best ball user. Really. Yeah. Either way, I think we expect a good game out of Billy Hartung. He'll be playing with a point to prove, you'd have to think. so. Anderson as well. Yeah, oh, yeah, and Anderson, yeah. But I think Anderson left on good terms. I mean, he, 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 did. Was, he was looking for opportunity, and they didn't really have just opportunity because I, of, I, I of what they had. I haven't seen a Wards poster yet or supporter have bagged Jed Anderson, except for the few that like to bag out how much we paid for him. But that's Yeah, that's all I've seen, just the amount we paid. But, but in yeah. saying that, I, I think that the way that they publicly lashed Hartung on the way out the door, I, I think <laughs> I, I can't remember ever seeing that. I don't think what, it's ever what happened. What was that about? I didn't catch that. Just just saying that he he's uh, one dimensional. He didn't work on the things they needed him to work on defensively. He only ran one way. They it was pretty well known that they um they feel that he he didn't have a crack. And he wasn't a Hawthorne, Hawthorne footballer in inverted commas. So I would expect. I mean, he's not going to come out and belt anyone because that's not him. But he, um, hope, like you say, hopefully he's motivated to to really stick it up, Alistair Clarkson. Hopefully. Mm. <laughs> so it'd be nice. It will be. So just in terms of our forward line, just to finish that off. So 
Ben Brown, you reckon Froy will get the job there? Yeah. Um, yeah I don't really have anyone else him, for him. Like, they brought in Brands, but the thing is, Brown's torn a brand apart a couple of times, so I don't think they'll risk that again. They, they can't afford to. So who goes to wait? Would Stratton or Sicily go to wait? You'd think Stratton. I don't know. Is Sicily big enough? Well, probably not, but he's done the job before in bigger players. But... Yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just looking at it now. I think we're, we're a big chance here. I think we match up pretty well. I mean, obviously, a lot of it's going to depend on the availability of Sean Higgins. And the contested if, if, footy. Yeah, and the contested footy. But I, I'd back us in against their contested footy because I think Jacobs can really do a job on Mitchell. And then I, I like Cunnington against most midfields. So... He tends to I, play well against Hawthorne too. He does. Yeah, I, 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 I like the midfield matchup. I think the only thing that could hurt us is I think um, McAvoy's having a really good year for Hawthorne. That and their ball and, use is still pretty good. Yeah, their, their ball use is really good, but they don't they don't play Eddie had amazingly well. I think we've we've always sort of troubled them there and. Last know. couple of times we've played them, we kind of we played all right. We just didn't take our opportunities. Really, that was the only difference. Yeah, well, one time, what, one time yeah. we just tried to bash them up, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. I think there was one time we, we won the last time there, maybe, and almost won the time before. We definitely had some good close games. Yeah, I mean that one that Petrie kicked five on Dickhead Brian Lake in a quarter or whatever. That was <laughs> that was one of the most fun times I've ever been at the footy. That was <laughs> that was the best night ever. And so, Zeeble I mean, dropping Mitchell. Yeah, that's it. So, I mean, I, I don't know. It looks like a really good game all over the park. That Liam Shields, he played a really good game last week, so mm. they've got to um, got to try to shut him down. I mean, I think one that we didn't talk about playing well last week, I thought Froggy played pretty well against Carlton. Um, so, what, what do you make of his role this year? Because he's kind of played a defensive winger-type role this year, which is, he seems a bit too slow for. I mean, he is slow. He needs to, I don't know... Can you make someone quicker? I, I used you to think can, was... You can make like, the short sprinting a tag quicker, but that's about it. Over distance, yeah. I don't think you can make someone quicker. He always looked too thick to me, Froggy, and now I don't think he's too thick, but he hasn't got quicker. So Yeah, it was more to do with his endurance. I think he wasn't getting into enough contests, and he wasn't so, therefore he wasn't getting as much footy. Mm. And they're trying to keep him outside because he, he's a decent kick of the footy, more often yeah. than not. So. I think it's his decision-making that lets him down. Mm. Anyway, I, I like Froggy, and I don't like that Snake or Teffy likes to bag him, but I, I like to back him in, but I don't know. Teffy likes to bag everyone. Yeah, well, he has his favourites, so don't you, don't you worry about that. Anyway, we'll move on from Teffy-related subjects. <laughs> we'll move on to the carriage. So any obvious nominees? Um, I want to say Sicily just because he's a knob. So I like Sicily, but who I don't like is Taylor Duray. Oh, you got mine, bugger. What, what's Duray done to hurt anyone? Yeah, Everything just... Duray does. Duray's a faux tough guy. At least at least Sicily fronts up and you know, if someone gets into it, he'll go back. But Duray snipes behind the play and gets – I just don't like him. He's a little bitch. <laughs> and it, it's he, it's Taylor Giroud that headbutted Cunnington's knee and got Cunnington a week uh, yeah, in the yeah. season last year. I just I'm, I'm not a fan of the guy. He's uh, a failed forward midfielder that they chucked in defence, basically. Yeah, that's, that's the way I describe him. He's one of their failed projects. Is Ricky Henderson? Uh, is he in the carriage conversation? I would. He, he's a he's an average player. You may as well put them in. It's not they don't have too many obvious carriages. No, I think Taylor, Taylor Giroud jumps out at me, and I guess Sicily for you, Cliff. I think it's it's a, probably a pretty good selection. How about James yeah. Froey? Would he? You reckon he'll count? What What's he got to do to win it though? Does he have to hold Ben Brown goalless? Yeah, like kind of like reverse carriage points. How's that go? <laughs> well, I think you got to hit the scoreboard to get the carriage. I think that should be almost a requirement of it. Ah, uh, yeah, so I reckon Will Langford will come in and he'll kick four. There you go. Something like that. Jeez, he's a squid, that point. <laughs> <laughs> he's hard at the footy, but he just can't kick it for crap. Yeah. Yeah. 
I, I think their cha- only changes will probably be Langford and Burton, probably in or Warple and Burton. Warple's apparently a crap kicker to 42. Is he? I mean, that Burton's a good footballer. I, I'm surprised yeah, he's not. I'm not surprised in. they dropped him, but they kind of played him, I think, wing, and he, he wasn't quite right, 100%. They kind of mm. dropped him, and then he went back and got, like, 30 disposals. Okay. Uh, predictions? How are we seeing this one finishing? You go, Chris. Uh, I think it'll be a battle, but in the end, uh, I think Hawthorne are a much better team than people expected them to be this year, and they'll 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 end up winning reasonably comfortably. Um, but yeah, it'll be a good competitive game for the most part. Really, I think we win by seven goals. I don't reckon they're as good. As what I don't think they're as good as what some people are saying. I, I think the loss of Puapolo and Cyril really, really hurts them. Takes away a lot of their uh, forward pressure and also a lot of their goal kicking opportunities. And as a result, I think I think Tarrant will be really strong down back, and I, and I think Jared White could get off the chain because I, I I just can't see a proper matchup for him. And I think Ben Brown, his style of play will trouble James Frawley. And I think our midfield can get on top, providing Goldie can at least break even. If Goldie can break even, like I said, I think we win by seven goals. Yeah, I think, besides uh, so a contested footy, I think it'll come down to which forward line's more potent in terms of if we can hold Gunston up, which we, we've done in the past, and hold mm. up Bruce, which we've done in the past, hold up Roughhead. And if we obviously if we can get Brown and Zeeble. These guys, we can actually get a small forwards actually kicking a few more goals outside Sean Antley. I think we're in for a real shot. I, I really think yeah. we can win this. I, I don't think we will, but I think we can win it. So I'll go, I'll just go with that prediction. It's a bit hard with, obviously, the Sean Higgins thing. If he plays or doesn't play, it swings the game totally different way. So. 100%. I said seven goals, presuming Sean, uh, Sean Higgins plays. If he doesn't play, we could lose by three goals. <laughs> yeah, so we need to kind of induce the pregnancy early, don't we? So we need to think of methods to do that. I'm not sure if there's any. Or we could tank and make sure the baby arrives right on time. <laughs> mm-hmm. Righto, fair enough. All right, we'll finish up there, guys. I'd like to thank Quiv and Philly Roo for coming on and talking absolute nonsense as we do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no worries. Apologies for my, uh, my weird ramblings. Except for the Mason Wood stuff. That wasn't nonsense. That was spot on. <laughs> well, you've only, you've only done for, what, three, four seasons now, so that, that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> how many how many games has he played in those three or four seasons? Who are we talking about? <laughs> Quit. I don't think he's put on a footy bit before. No, Mason Wood. <laughs> uh, 20 games? Exactly. <laughs> anyway, thanks for that, fellas. Uh, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. There's still episodes on there if you want to re-listen to anything or listen to any interviews or any Nate era type shows, don't hesitate to send through any feedback. As I said, this is the last show maybe for a little while. I'm going to try and find someone else to carry on. Bullshit. He's talking but, bullshit. But for the moment, I'm finished. I'd like to thank bullshit. everyone for the support over the years. Except for Phil, he keeps calling me a wanker. Um, <laughs> thanks for listening, everyone. I appreciate the support over the years and the good feedback. See ya. There we go. You'll be back on next week. No, no I won't. You will. Nah. Surely. Nah. Hello. Sorry, guys. I've got to, I've got to bounce. My brother's just rocked up. Do it, buddy. Good to no, talk to you. All right. Good. See you later. See you. Bye.